All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Hey, in case you guys hadn't heard, AltPlayground.net is making big moves. They are already an amazing lifestyle community, but they just acquired Love Voodoo, which is a fairly huge lifestyle site, and those users are soon going to be merged onto the AltPlayground.net platform, which means so many new sexy people all in one place. I love that AltPlayground is trying to get all of us together so we can all have a bunch of sexy, slutty fun. And uh, yeah, they're just making some moves. They're not doing the status quo. No, and Love Voodoo, if I understand correctly, the merger, it took a little while, the merge of the two sites because of how large Love Voodoo is. There are millions of images on there. Real people, real pictures, very cool. Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to see what all the fuss is about, head on over to altplayground.net today. Obviously, make sure you come say hi to us in our community called Front Porch Swingers. We hope to connect with you there. It's just fucking awesome. Yeah, and check out the podcast corner. You find us and a whole bunch of our friends there. Absolutely. Our other partner that we want to say a very big thank you to today is Promescent. We've been talking about them for months now, and it's because we personally use their wellness products and we love them. They have just about everything you could imagine at this point that you'll need in your bedroom. They have very high quality condoms, which I use just in the last few days. We'll talk about that shortly. They have their flagship delay spray. They have female arousal gel. They have aloe wipes. Holy cow, their lines are expanding like crazy, and we definitely think that you should check them out. You can head on over to promescent.com, that is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com, and check out their full line. Use our promo code, which is Front Porch, for 15% off of your order. Yeah, get over there and check it out. The Vitaflux, highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. And of course, longtime sponsors of our show, our Patreon community. We are seeing so much fun activity on our Patreon, and I've been putting up some fun stuff. I just did some literatica. I have a plan for, I'm personally going to do a live this week. Brian doesn't even know about this, but I have some fun shit up my sleeve for our Patreon community, all as a thank you for sponsoring our content, our show, and supporting us. Our newest Patreon members this week are Cody, Kenneth, Brenda, and Jorge. So thank you guys so much for jumping on board. We can't wait to connect with you in our Telegram group with over 90 people from across the world talking about lifestyle topics and other fun shit and uh, also listening to our bonus episodes, which we put out once a week. And this last one, you, our Patreon members actually heard about our story for today before anyone else. Yes. And they got some saucy details that nobody else is going to hear. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. My, like I said, my favorite uh, always is the Telegram. Woke up this morning to some very sexy pictures. Some of our friends in there had some fun last night as well. So it's always interesting. You got themed week, themed days of the week. I know Wiener Wednesday is your favorite. And <laughs> so yeah, it's just a good time. It's a good place to be. You get to interact with a lot of very cool people from all over the world. So it's, it's very neat. 
Yeah, absolutely. So if you're interested in being part of that fun, and also, like we said, sponsoring the show, head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash front porch swingers. We can't wait to connect with you more. Yeah, check it out. So single guy tip of the week. So yeah. hold on. First, I will say last week was couples tip of the week. Yes. And we were bombarded with messages from people <laughs> about it. And I will yeah. say the vast majority of people, whether it was a single guy or a couple or even some single women, kind of applauded what we had to say last week. I yeah. think it was something that needed to be said. And, and I think the fact that we had so many messages mirroring that really kind of proved that point. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's... It, Especially couples, obviously, like like us who do not just entertain single guys, but really celebrate the single guys and the lifestyle, you want them to succeed, right? And they're an intricate part of this lifestyle, of the space. Even if they're, you know, think about it for a second. Even if you go to an event before, you know, the world went upside down right. when there were events. And if there were 100 people in the room, the majority of them were couples. We've been to these types of events. But you have single folks there, single gals, single guys. Right. It adds to the energy in the room. It's right. a different kind of energy. So even if you're not going to play with these single people, they still bring something to the table. And not having them, I think, is a mistake. So you want to have some of that kind of variety, right? So why not try to help them? Yeah, because you know, I love fucking them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And a lot of a lot of couples enjoy that. So yeah. I think my point is like, yeah, a lot of couples reached out to us after that and were like, yeah, we see the same thing. We don't, we 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 have friends that do that or or treat single guys that way, and it's it, you know we don't think it's fair. And or you know, people were saying they see it a lot in bios, like for example yeah. on you know the sites they're on Alt Playground or wherever, and some of the bios say things like, oh, couples feel free to reach out whenever you want. Same with single ladies, single guys will reach out to you. Well, and, you know, and I got a great message on uh, YouTube from a single guy who heard our episode and was really kind of thankful that we did it. He was very grateful. And then what I thought was interesting, we were reached out to by a couple on the, on one of our platforms. They are, they are actually a couple, and they are relatively new to the space, and they asked us to take a look at their profile to give them some pointers. And one of the things that caught my attention, I thought was really great, at, at kind of at the bottom, uh, uh, not a disclaimer, but a footnote at the bottom of the bulk of their bio was, and hey, basically single guys, please understand, we are a couple, you will not only have to meet one of us, you will meet us both, and of course, you're going to have to get along with both of us kind of thing. And I think that's, that's great. It's awesome, because what it does is it tells prospective single folks, or, or really anybody, honestly, that you're going to have to, you know, there's some solidarity, there's some steadfastness there between the couple, like they're just not, first of all, they're not going to take one for the team. If it's a couple, obviously. If it's a single guy, once again, you're going to have to get past both, you know, the interview process yeah, what with it does both is folks. It sets a standard right from the beginning. Yeah, they're like, on the same page. And there's nothing wrong with that. Not only is it nothing wrong with it, I think it's amazing because they make it clear you are going to have to impress us both. Right. And, and I think that's awesome. So, that, that, and that makes sense. But yeah, single guy tip of the week last week or single couple tip of the week last week. Was, Not single couple, uh, yeah. couple tip of the <laughs> week. couple tip of the but week But now week. I need a single guy tip of the week because we have to get back to our bread and butter here because let's be honest, okay? Like we said last week, you got to treat everyone respectfully. But if someone doesn't treat us with respect or if we see some dumb shit, we're still going to call it out. Well, single guy tip of the week for me this week is a win. It's not oh. It's not a negative, actually. It is a positive cool. and it goes along with the story that we're going to tell today. Okay. So I 
was trying to fulfill a fantasy for you. Yes. Right? And I put a post out, very specific post. Right. And mine are always very clear cut. This is what I'm looking for, essentially. These are the things that, you know, these are must-haves. These are non-negotiables. You know, those kinds of things. Please respond with A, B, and C. So right away, I know instantly that you have read the entire message, right? right? And that you are legitimate, that you are from the area, all those things. There's always put something in like, you know, we had a fire going on. We had a forest fire here. And I wanted to make sure that whoever was reading this and writing to us was a legitimately uh, local person. So I asked to put that information in as well or, you know, that kind of thing. I received over a four-day period or three-day period, 32 responses. (laughs) 32. Out of the 32 prospective single guys, only two of them got to a second to a, to a second response or to a response, I should say. They responded to me. Most of them didn't get more than one response because they just couldn't put it together. So only two of them got to that second stage. One of them, his schedule didn't really kind of coincide with ours. The one guy that did, did everything correctly. Mm-hmm. Literally from the very first message he sent me, it included all of the things I asked for. Did not add anything or subtract anything. Waited for me to respond. And when I responded, he responded in kind. It was a nice volley going back and forth, about three or four emails. till finally we exchanged contact information. Right. And when I laid out for him exactly what it was that I was, you know, we were trying to put together, he was not only receptive, but eager to, to fulfill this fantasy, to help fulfill this fantasy. Right. Right. So... I guess my my single guy tip of the week is simple. And by the way, I should mention, as he mentioned to us, he had a horrific experience with a couple. Horrible. Horrible experience. Yeah. Prior to meeting us. Yep. So here's a guy who's already somewhat gun shy, and rightfully so. He's already probably to some degree prepared to be treated in the same fashion as he did before. Yep. Yet rolled the dice, did what was asked of him, and came to the party essentially. Yeah. And it was a win, right? So <laughs> big single win. guy big win. <laughs> single guy tip of the week. Let me be clear. Follow this this model, okay? Do what is asked of you and you get a ticket to the ride. You know, it is that simple. It's not complicated. Read the entire bio. You may not necessarily agree with what it is that you're being asked to do and if that's the case, gracefully bow out. Just say, hey, listen, I appreciate the opportunity. This this isn't for me. But do what is asked of you. And if you're not prepared to do that, don't send a single response. Don't waste everyone's time. I cannot tell you how many I got that were like, hey, I'm not this, this, or this. But what? No, 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 no. Did you not... Did you not read what I wrote? Yeah. Like, I'm asking for something specific for a very specific reason. Right. And you're not going to be able to do what I'm asking you to do. So don't respond. Don't yep. respond with gibberish. Don't respond with bullshit. Don't think you're going to fucking Jedi mind trick me into going, oh, well, maybe I'll I'll, I'll make a, an exception. That's not a fucking thing. Yeah. You know? I get that a lot on our BDSM profile. Like, there's very few things that I say are no-goes. One right. of them is smoking. And yes, I will get that exactly. all the time. I fit all of your other elements. Elements, but I smoke. So can we still meet? Right. It's like, no, why are you even reaching out? It literally that. says, this is a hard no. Yeah, I got that. I got two of those literally from guys because it says very clearly, non-smokers, hygienic, you know, the, the, the whole thing, everything that we look for. And again, these are non-negotiables. No smoking, condoms are a must. That's basically what this says. Two different times I got from guys, I fit the, I fit the bill, but I am a smoker, but you know, you'll never be able to tell. Actually, I will. 
and that's a fucking no. Right. Okay. You're not again. You're and then I'll and then you'll I'll say thank you anyway. That's not going to work for us. And then they'll respond with, "Well, are you sure? Because no, 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 no. Listen, I don't need to see your dick. Okay. Not please don't. That's send not that. going to change the fact that yeah. I don't like smokers. Yeah. That is not going to fix the problem. Okay. Not going to fix the problem. Yeah. So just read the bio. Do what is asked of you if you're willing to. And then it's great because the experience we're going to tell you about today was a fucking home run on so many levels. Yeah. Because the gentleman in question did precisely what we asked. Yeah. You know, and it listen, he scored big time. Okay. <laughs> it, it was a fucking amazing experience. So single guy tip of the week. Pay attention to the details. Do what is asked of you. Play nice. Be respectful. You will get a fucking ticket to the to the ride. Yeah, for sure. So I think we should, before we actually get into the story, I want to have a discussion about like where we're at right now in our journey. Oh, because fuck, fuck me. <laughs> the last even few days have been very interesting. I find it's us weeks though. But the last few days have been really amped up. So yeah. what I mean is like we went out on date night, for example, and I was like, I want to talk in depth about some axe of throwing. this. Axe throwing. Yay. <laughs> we went axe throwing, yes, which was fucking fun. I had no idea it was going to yeah, be if that you get, fun. Yeah, listen, if you want to work out some frustration, for me, the gym is the place. Like, tr- you know, heavy training is, is the thing for me. I will totally throw fucking axes at wood all day long to make that happen. <laughs> It is amazing. You do that shit for an hour. I mean, you have to stay focused, right? Otherwise, you're going to chop something off for oh, sure. For or sure. fuck somebody up. So you got to stay focused and it's fun. You turn it into a, like a contest. You play a game and I think we were playing 21. It was a fucking blast. It was a great time. The only problem, the only thing missing there, and rightfully so, is alcohol. They shouldn't give you alcohol. <laughs> yeah, they do not serve alcohol. It is BYOB, but I don't recommend it. I'm certainly not going to hang Who out. Who are these people that are bringing cocktails yeah. to the axe Yeah, if you're place. shaking martinis and the fucking thing next Next to us, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not fucking with you. Yeah, can we go one more bay down? Yeah, because I don't fuck trust these that. maniacs. <laughs> Especially when you look around the room and we're talking to the guy who's like the the instructor, and there's these fucking holes all over the ceiling and in the wall. Like, how did Literally it axe get up the there? Ceiling. So no, there's like chicken coop, chicken wire, chicken wire. Yeah, that's over actually it was hog wires. What that was <laughs> over the bays, and you're like, why is that up there? And he points to the wall that's like almost to the ceiling. He's yeah. Like, well, that was somebody, you know, somebody like throwing an axe. How the fuck did you throw an axe and hit that fucking ceiling? They BYOB'd hard. Yeah, they were I definitely think. hitting it hard. Yeah, so I'm not <laughs> fucking with you if you're, if you're, you know, martinis are shaking next door. So anyway, it was a great time. Yeah, for sure. So we've, we've been having all of these really in-depth conversations about fantasies and what we want to do and what we want to do when we get on the road. And it's just and what we like, want to do before we get on the road because we have to complete some of these while we still have a home and a place and like like we're stationary, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's resulted in a lot of fantasy discussion. And yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Well, I think it's good because what's happened, you know, obviously our lifestyle like everybody else is slowed down for a period of time. And then we very slowly started to ramp it up with people that we are familiar with, our friends. And that's always a great time. Like, you know, we had Hannah over last weekend or the weekend before, last weekend. And it was a great time. We always enjoy seeing our friends. But of course, for us and like a lot of people, the new experiences are really, they get the juices flowing. Yeah. Not just not just from the standpoint of us becoming even more sexual than we normally are with each other. Because that's a, I mean, that's just a, a byproduct, right? A really I fucking mean, hot byproduct. For the last week, because literally we've had... We've had interactions with, or you have had absolutely interactions with multiple people during the time, during the week, Hannah and our friend. So it just charged everything up and, and multiple interactions, which we'll, we'll get to. And I think that that happens because, well, it's like a tattoo. 
every time we go to get tattooed, you just want another one. Oh, yeah. You know, you just want another one, which is why I hate going because <laughs> I'm going to, I want another one. They're addictive. Yeah. Now, there's one I have to get for medical reasons. I have to get it. And I know when I get there and it's done, I'm going to schedule the next one. Well, that, you know what I mean? Because it's not a fun tattoo. Yeah, so you got to get the not fun and yeah. the fun one. Yeah, yeah. I got to yeah, have yeah. the fucking thing. You know, it's it's that kind of thing. It's like, you know, you're not going to eat just one potato chip. Not going to be a thing. You know, the more new experiences you and I have, especially, we crave that. We thrive on that. And it just gets things, you know, gets the motors running. You know? Yeah. So the experience that we're going to talk about today happened earlier in the week. And then I think what happened was we were having all of this crazy sex. Mm-hmm. And then that also spurred all of these conversations about like, what do we want to do next? What's on the docket next? What are we going to work towards next? Right. And it's been really interesting because I think that... There are certain things, even for me personally, like as I'm verbalizing certain things to you, another idea will pop into the back of my mind. It's like, oh yeah, for sure. Okay, this is a fantasy I've had for a few weeks. Now I'm going to tell you about. And then as I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, but if we tweaked it and made it this instead, how hot would that be? And it's really fucking exciting because yeah, listen, we had a conversation last night that was just out of left field that we were I wasn't expecting to have, but certainly we did. And so all of these new ideas and experiences, or maybe I shouldn't say necessarily new ideas, but all of the things we've been talking about for a period of time are starting to surface. You know, I think part Some of, of them are new. Yeah, but I also I think part of it is because we have so much newness coming up in yeah. terms of our, how what our lives are going to look like, and we're trying to compartmentalize all that and see where it all fits in. And to some degree, trying to fulfill some of these fantasies, particularly some of the ones that you have, while we're still here. Right. And we're, you know, trying to get a lot of stuff in and because we want and again, we want the new experiences because of the new experiences we just had. Yeah. We just we just had a brand new experience. Tattoo that we've syndrome. Been, yep. Yeah. That we've been working on for a while or at least talking about for a while. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, now we gotta now we gotta amp it up. Well, this is the first fantasy we have fulfilled in a while. Yeah, the last one really was uh, you picking up the dude at the bar when we were out of town, I think, right? Well, I think we've fulfilled smaller fantasies since then. That was the last big one. Yeah, that was a, yeah. Like the time that Hannah was with us for your birthday and we yeah. were like double teaming you. That, yeah. I mean, that was kind of a fantasy for both of us. Yeah, but we'd been with her before a couple of times. It was different for sure. The situation was different. But th- what I'm talking about is like literally having to set this scenario up and making the steps to make this happen was not an easy process. If that's the last time we fantasy fulfilled, I think that was episode 50. By the way, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, so fucking hot. Yeah, it's still one of the highest uh, downloaded, I think. Of, and most uh, talked about. And most talked about, Because yeah. so many hot wife couples have reached out to us and are like, oh my God, that is our number one fantasy. Or like, how did you actually, you know, make that come together? Because we yeah. want to do that. Yeah. But yeah, I met this guy at a hotel bar and... Well, I should say I talked to him ahead of time. Yeah, you set it up. And we were out of town about you know, two hours away. And I met him at the hotel bar and we clicked and I took him upstairs to our room and I fucked him while you stayed downstairs and I sent you stuff. Yeah, in the lobby. And yeah. It was fucking hot. So hot. It was, and that, that's the kind of thing like we, that we, and again, we just fulfilled another one of those fantasies where it was a, you know, it was a setup. It took preparation and it took time. So I think that's kind of more what I meant. And those are the things we're going to do. And, and so on that note, we set that up. We had that experience and then another experience, which we'll talk about. And then you just told me this morning you have another date lined up for another completely separate fantasy that One we've been working on for a while. Yes. Which I think is amazing. Uh. Yeah. It's spur- this whole, it, it, all the newness spurs, it gets the, the creative juices flowing, so to speak. For sure. So we want to try different things, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it, it's definitely, it's an aphrodisiac, I think, for us. 
Oh, for sure. Absolutely. No question. So should we outline this whole fantasy fulfillment? Yeah, for sure. I'll let you kind of lay it out because it's your fantasy. Okay. So I've had a fantasy for a while now. It's probably, we've been talking about this for at least six months, maybe longer. Oh no, way longer. This is a year. pre Yeah. Every bit of it. Okay. Every so for about a year, stranger I guess. Stranger fantasy, every bit of it. It's not necessarily just a stranger fantasy though, because it, that would be really easy to fulfill. Like yes. some stranger coming to the house yeah, and yeah, fucking yeah. me and leaving me. I didn't want it to be that. I, the whole concept of this was I wanted to fuck someone and then have them leave. And I would never have any way of knowing who they were were right and and i would almost like walk around town and be like oh it could be that guy or it could be that guy that type of thing right and so i wanted to be blindfolded and i wanted you to find someone to come over to the house and have sex with me and then leave right and that's sort of what happened well it's actually no it's exactly what <laughs> happened uh let's talk about that experience first okay okay so 100 i pulled this off okay it was arduous it was fucking frustrating, <laughs> and but I was convinced that I could make it happen. Yeah. Right? So again, I, I literally corresponded with 32 different individuals to try to put this together over, I think, a three or four day period. And it was trying to... First of all, you got to imagine, as a lot of you know, you're trying to vet a single guy. That's the basis of this, right? And then once you find a suitable or what you believe to be a suitable candidate... Then you have to sprinkle on top of that, hey, by the way, this is the criteria with which we want this to happen. And oh, this is probably a one-off. Yeah. Right? That's the that's kind of the thing. So that took a while, obviously. But this particular gentleman was 100% on board. As I said, he had a terrible experience with another couple and I think was looking to reassure himself that there were some solid folks out there. And it went exceptionally well. I was very impressed with myself. Yeah, I'm sure you I'm are. really good at this. So he, so I was waiting upstairs, yes. okay? Well, first of all, I came home and told you this. Like, you didn't even know this was going down. I was like, hey, do you have plans tonight? Because I didn't know if you had any naughty plans. Like, you were doing something. You're like, uh, no. I was like, okay, cool. Because at 8 o'clock, you're going to need to be upstairs in a lingerie with a blindfold on. And that's really all you need to know. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I had no idea any of this was happening. No, absolutely not. I didn't tell you anything. And I got, like, instantly excited about it. Well, I wasn't nervous at all. I well, was like, fuck yeah. And I should back up a little bit. The main reason that I chose this guy, not the, not the only reason, but certainly one of the bigger ones. He was a lifestyle guy before. He was in a relationship for six years with a partner who they were in the lifestyle. In fact, they were even signed up to go to one of the events that we went to, we attended. They just didn't make it. And he was... <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> yeah. And when I asked him for some information, he provided more information than I even needed in terms of like images and you know that kind of thing. And he was very forthcoming with it. And I, I was confident that because he mentioned this particular event, he knew what he was talking about. There's no way he could have known had he not been part of, you know, of the lifestyle scene. And that relationship, of course, ended and he wanted to get back in the swing of things and, you know, meet some folks in the lifestyle, you know, that kind of thing. Of course, it's difficult for a single guy, particularly in our, you know, where we live, where it's three dudes to one sure. woman, basically. Yeah. So I felt confident with him and he was very polite. And he, as I said, as we were communicating. So you went upstairs, got your blindfold on, you were ready. I checked on you doorbell rings i go downstairs and he is exactly what he appears to be in the pictures he sent me he was clean cut he was clean shaven he was clearly had showered he was hygienic <laughs> uh his clothes looked good he was well dressed a little nervous obviously a little apprehensive because as i said the last interaction he had was fucking terrible how could you tell he was nervous it's energy it's yeah. energy for and again this is a big dude he's six five yeah weighs every bit of 
probably 260 pounds. Mm -hmm. And when a guy that size is timid, it's very obvious. <laughs> you know, it's very obvious. Yeah. And so when he came in and, you know, shook my hand, we sat down on the couch, had a, you know, we were talking a little bit, can I get you a drink or anything? And, you know, he was finding it a little difficult, I think, at first to get comfortable with me because they didn't know how to take me. Because I don't make it difficult for guys. I'm not trying to fuck your day up. No. You know, I'm trying the to make exact it easy. opposite. Yeah, I'm trying to make it easy for you. I'm trying to make you have you have a good time. So I'm not making it complicated. And I'm just talking to him like I would any guy that, you know, I just met, whether it was at work or sitting down at a bar or whatever, just shooting the shit. And then I very quickly went into, okay, hey, so we already had this conversation. Here's the deal. She is upstairs right now. I will check real quick, make sure she's ready. She will likely be on the bed. She will likely be in lingerie. She will absolutely have a blindfold on. I do not know in what position she will be. You do not have to use her name to introduce yourself. She will say hello, obviously, and dictate pace. And then you guys just have some fun and she'll tell you what's what. That was it. Yeah. And I said, up the stairs. You know, I came back down after I checked on you. I said, up, you know, up the stairs, first door on the right. Have fun. And that was it. That's all I said to him. And so so you got to imagine this guy is like, is this fucking dude for real? Like, am I going to walk up there? Is there actually somebody in there? You know, like what's what's the, you know, because he never see, he'd only seen pictures of you. Doesn't mean you were real, you know? So he, you know, he took a leap of faith. Fucking kudos to him. And upstairs he went. And that was, I'll let you take it because that was it. I'd never, I only saw him again for two seconds when he came down the stairs. <laughs> so yeah, he knocks on the door and I'm like, yeah, come in. So he comes in the door and he's like, Brenna? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Yeah, the room was dark. The room was dark. Had, we had some ambient light. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I can't see you. And I was like, well, you can turn up the light next to you. You know, we had the light that you can go up and down. Yeah, it's as got far a rheostat on it. You can dim it. So he, he put it up a little bit and he was like, are you going to see me? And I was like, no, that's the whole point of this. I'm, I can't see you. And he's right. like, okay. I was like, is that okay with you? And he said, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so he came over and, and he's like, well, how does this whole thing work? And I was like, well, let's just like touch each other and see how things go. Right. And yeah. Said, to be clear, I don't know anything about this, by the way. You and I have had discussions, obviously, about some of the interactions. And I heard some of it, obviously, from downstairs. I could hear you. Right. But I don't know exactly how the whole thing like kind of laid out well you're in for a treat my friend because it was fucking hot i know it was <laughs> so anyway i stand up and immediately because i'm like trying to like find you know just touch his body and find where well, things when i are. left the room you were laying on the bed on your stomach basically yeah so i was like yes i started that way but i got up off right. of the bed and i was just touching him and i was like this guy's fucking tall were you standing or sitting on i bed? was standing and yeah. he was standing so right. my plan was i was gonna kiss him and try to like no way make that <laughs> i'm there was literally no way yeah so i'm kind of just like touching him and and i realize how tall he is and the fact that i'm not going to be able to just like get to his lips yeah. and i'm like do you want me to suck your cock? Yeah, because you're cock level because he's a foot and a half taller than you are. Every bit of it. <laughs> he's like, we're going straight to that. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and I will say too, there was something very freeing about being blindfolded. Sure. It was this idea of, I knew that he could see me, but the fact that like I couldn't see him, it, it's that weird thing of like, you know, when kids like cover their eyes and they think that you can't see them. Right. <laughs> you can't see them because their eyes are covered. It was yeah. kind of that mentality. Right. So you were thinking he couldn't see you either. A little bit, or yeah. at least like, that was it it felt more removed i guess because of that and i felt more confident i was just like fuck let's do this type right. of a thing you know right. so so i got back on the bed on my stomach and he unbuttoned his pants and because he's so tall i still would, wouldn't have been able to like get to his cock right so he kneeled down on the bed sure and i was like on my stomach but kind of propped up yeah and i just started sucking his cock and it was 
fucking huge. Uh, yeah, he sent me you know pictures of him and, and the ex. You know, the faces were his her face was blurred out. You know, that kind of thing. Very difficult for me to tell from the pictures. And I what all I had I had asked as he and I were communicating was. As long as you're, you know, you know, height, weight proportionate and all that kind of stuff. And so that's kind of where I was, I was at with it. I didn't make a big deal about the size of his cock. I didn't, didn't ask. Well, it was big. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know that now. And what was so interesting is like, I'm feeling around his cock with my mouth. And so, of course, I'm not seeing his cock. Right. But I can tell almost instantly that he has a giant cock. Right. Because I'm like, you know, swirling my tongue around it and it's thick. And it's just interesting how like even not seeing something but feeling it and having experience with other cocks. It's like, okay, I know what this cock is relative to other cocks just from like my tongue being on it. Right. I don't know what that says about me. Maybe I'm a bit of an oral slut. Maybe. (laughs) Or a slut in general. But I could tell it was big. So I started kind of swirling it and then I started going down on it. And of course, as I'm moving my mouth down his cock, I realize like I'm not even halfway down his cock. Right. It's fucking big. So at one point I like put my hand up to see how much more I have to take before I have his full cock in my mouth. There was no way. I mean, it was fucking huge. And I kind of pulled my mouth off at one point. And I was like, you have a very nice cock. And he's like, I'm so glad you think so. And he goes, some, some women think it's too big. And I was like, no, we're good. Yeah. I, can, I can handle There's this. There's lube on the nightstand. <laughs> Don't worry. We're going to figure this out. Right. <laughs> but the other thing that was kind of throwing me off, and I think it was because I was blindfolded, was he wasn't really making noises. <laughs> right, right. So I was like, typically when I suck a guy's cock, it's a lot of like, mm, or like, yeah, that's nice or something. And he wasn't making any noise. So that mixed with being blindfolded, I was like, oh, fuck. That was the only point that I really started like right. overthinking it and being weird. But I don't know. So finally, I like stopped sucking his cock. And I was like, is this is this doing it for you? Is this good? And he's like, yeah, it's really good. Keep going. And I was like, okay. Okay. So, so we're, it was a little starter. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So I, I sucked his cock for a little bit. I asked if he liked his balls played with. He said yes. So I kind of licked and tongued his balls a little bit. And uh, and then he was like, I really want to lick your pussy. And I said, sure. So I lay down on the bed and he started. You weren't wearing panties, right? You just had like the no, little No, of course not. Why do they wear on? panties with lingerie? Who yeah. does that? I don't even know why they send panties with those sets of lingerie. I don't know. Does anyone actually ever put those on? They're coming off anyway. I mean, yeah, what's but, the point? But like, why do you even have them on? I don't know. I guess if you're going to like a party or if you're at like a house party, it's like maybe yeah. polite to start with them on or something. I yeah. don't fucking know. But like if you buy a set, it always comes with that little G-string and like the matching yeah. color. I never fucking wear those. Yeah, it's a waste of time. In fact, they're all in a little like plastic container in the back of my lingerie chest. Where panties go to die. (laughs) They're never worn. So anyway, he starts going down on me and it was fantastic. Yeah, I could hear you downstairs at multiple times. I mean, I don't know exactly what was going on, obviously, but I was able to hear you. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing. He was being very gentle with me because obviously we are complete strangers. We don't know each other at all. He has zero idea of like my proclivities. So... You know, he's not being rough with me, but when he was going down on me, I started like running my hands through his hair and like grabbing onto his arms. And I think he was able to take that cue very well because as soon as I started doing those things, he like pushed my legs down to like spread them further apart and like go down on me more. He just, he matched my energy very well, which I was super impressed with 
once again, considering he is a complete stranger. Yeah, 100%. 100% <laughs> stranger and only knows about you what I told him. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I mean, you talk about somebody who really picked up on all the cues and, and again, was just ticking all the boxes. It's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it was good. So he licked me for quite a while and he made me come a couple of times licking me. It was very, very nice. And he also took my cues and my directions very well in terms of licking my pussy. So right. that was great. And then... Of course, I'm like, I want to fuck this guy, you know, and he wants to continue to like touch and feel around. And I'm like, I want to fuck. So because <laughs> he has a great cock and it's fun at this point. I'm having a really good time. It's just like the energy's flowing and I'm right. feeling it. And so I'm like, I really want you to fuck me. And he was like, oh, let's, you know, let's touch a little bit more. I think he was a little nervous. And then I felt bad because I'm like, I was just into it. Yeah. And I, I had to multiple times step back and remember that this guy is a stranger. Yeah, he doesn't. He's yeah. And he's still probably to some degree you know, somewhat apprehensive, like not really sure yet what to expect. Because again, he had a terrible fucking experience with this other couple. And of course, I told him straight up, I am not a participant. I'm not there. I'll be in the house somewhere, in the garage somewhere, but you're not going to, you know, well, I was, I had some stuff to do, but you're not going to see me. Right. You know, and who knows, he could easily have thought, well, at some point, this guy may want to come in and watch or whatever. He's just probably just in his head a little bit. Yeah. You know? So I did, I kind of pumped the brakes a couple of times and we, we went back to kind of kissing and touching. Great kisser as well. He had a very nice tongue motion thing going, which I really liked. But eventually I was like, okay, we really truly need to fuck. <laughs> so I had condoms all sitting by the bedside. And this is something else that we need to consider. And is always a there's always a learning lesson, right? Always. He's picking up the condoms and he's looking at them and he's like, I might need to run out to my car. I'm not sure any of these are going to fit me. Right. And I was like, well, I have some that are large and they're not like magnum condoms, but they're specifically for larger cocks. And I like, because I, I always put out, try to put out multiple sizes, yeah. multiple brands, always. Um, you know, flavored and unflavored, like just having a variety because I don't give a fuck about the condom and guys do right. typically. So, um, so I, I directed him to the larger condom, <laughs> but I think it was just one of those things where, you know, and it's also part of his responsibility. If he's a huge guy, right. he should bring condoms that fit him. Yeah. But, you know, it was a struggle to get the condom on and to figure out the sizing and all of that kind of shit. So it kind of took us a little bit out of it, but it was still hot. So anyway, he lays down on the bed. Well, I tell him I want to ride him. So he get, he lays down on the bed and I mount him. And this is when he starts being so fucking complimentary to me. And this is when I realize, okay, this is fucking working because he's like telling me how cute I am and how sexy I am. And he's like, you just have the cutest face. I'm like, you can't even see half of it. And he's like, I know, but I've seen your face. You're just he's cute. Seen you. Yeah, you saw pictures. And, you know, he's like rubbing his hands through my hair and just being very like sweet and thoughtful. And while I'm fucking grinding on his cock, <laughs> you don't expect that from a stranger. No, and it's it, it's tells you something about character and his personality, which, of course, leads us to the latter part of the story. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was this weird kind of contrast because I'm one to be like dirty and get on his cock and grind it. And he's like, oh, you're so beautiful. You've got the cutest face. <laughs> like, it was still sweet. I liked it a lot. And so anyway, I lowered myself onto his cock very carefully with a lot of fucking lube. Y'all bet. Because I could tell I was very tight and he is 
very thick. And uh, so it took some coaxing, but I, I got on his cock and started riding and just grinding all over him. And I was doing the, Hannah taught me this move. She didn't actually teach it to me. But ever since I saw her doing the circular motion on your cock, I'm like, yeah. I need to do that. Yes, it's very, it's very lovely. So I started doing that on his cock and he fucking loved it. He was like, oh my God, that feels so good. I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I rode his cock for quite a while. We were, and the other thing I liked is he would like kind of pull me down and kiss me right. so it was like a mixture between passionate sweet and like a little bit forceful and i really fucking dug that sure and well, you uh, were dictating the pace also because you were on top which you like because you know you, you know exactly how deep you can go for sure for yeah. sure and i was not like bottoming myself out i mean he's too fucking big i'm a right. small chick i'm fucking right. Well, he's five a foot one. And a half taller than you. Yeah, so. but you can also imagine, like, my pussy's not that deep because I'm small. <laughs> well, we do know, thanks to your last medical exam, that you're actually a little, you have a little bit more depth than the average woman does. I actually do. You're right. I yeah. forgot about that. I'm about a half inch deeper than the average woman. Yeah, interesting. But I'm all, I mean, I'm still like a small chick and I'm yeah. tight. Yeah, it's a very, and I told him to begin with lube on the bedstand and condoms, use as much lube as you need. Yeah. So he had, he already had a little kind of a, you know, a warning about that. (laughs) So I really enjoyed riding his cock. I did that for quite a while. And then he asked if he could bend me over. And I said, certainly you can. This is a position you got to be really fucking careful with a huge guy in though. Because if he goes too deep, especially with the level of access that you have going from behind, it can fucking hurt. Yeah. So he once again lubed up and he, I was on my hands and knees and then because he's so big and because I'm tight, he was having trouble getting in. So I bent down and I had my ass up. You know sure. what I mean? I angled myself. So it was like my ass was like perfectly up yeah. and he slid right in and was fucking me. And multiple times I had to be like, whoa, don't go so fucking deep and hard because I'm hurting. Right. But it was hot. He fucked me that way for quite a while. Reached around and played with my clit. He has, of course, these awesome ar- long yeah. arms where he can like reach around and, like grab my tits or play with my clit at the same time which was lovely just another reason i love a tall long dude right <laughs> multitasking yeah love the ability to multitask so he fucked me like that for quite a while and then i came multiple times and i, yeah, was I heard over and over and there was one time where i kind of breathed heavy and told him to fuck me a little deeper and at that point he's basically bottoming out inside of me and once i was able to relax myself it actually felt really good right and i came so hard because he's also playing with my clit at the same time right and like it was this explosive orgasm i mean my whole body shook it was one of those orgasms where my head was foggy afterwards i mean he's like do you want to keep going and i was like i literally can't i was right. so fucked so i'm sure you heard because i was like screaming oh I, yeah 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 oh yeah i had the tv <laughs> on i mean i was like wow that's going well it sounds like up there <laughs> yeah i totally heard you I had to turn the tv up really why yeah. did you turn it up you should have turned it down well i wasn't trying to you know i don't want to perv the guy out but i was literally watching something whatever it was or i was i mean i was also going through email so i was not able to concentrate because- i think we should also talk about that because we get a lot of messages from people that are like how the fuck does brian not want to listen or not like want to be there like, well, I am there, but I'm trying because it's the anticipatory buildup. I want to know about it later. I don't want to just hear it in the moment, which I had no choice. I was listening to it, but I'm trying to return some work emails to keep myself busy. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to turn the goddamn TV up because I, that's all I'm hearing. So if I don't do something like that, then I find myself fixated on it. And I don't want to do that. I want to wait till later. Yeah. Have like the full reconnective experience yeah. for you. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. 
So anyway, I came super hard. We stopped and he hadn't come yet. And I wanted to make him come. Right. So he laid down on the bed and I was like, I really want to suck your cock again. And he's like, absolutely. So I'm sucking his cock and I'm telling him to tell me what he likes. And it was very different than I would have expected, which I think is proof that like you should always ask your partner what it is they really like in a blowjob or oral in general. Right. Because I wouldn't have expected that he liked certain things. Sure. Like he really liked me like licking on the other underside of his cock like tip to to like the whole shaft right like licking underneath there i never do that with other people it's just not it's not even in my repertoire because nobody's ever told me that that's their thing sure that was kind of his thing so i'd like do that and then i would suck hard and then i'd suck softer and then you know i kind of play with his balls and i could tell i got him close a couple of times it was clear that it was not actually going to happen because like every time he'd get close i think he was getting in his own head oh for sure because I'd get him close, I'd feel his legs kind of start to quiver, and then he would like reposition himself, and then it would just take like, himself out of it. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, "Yeah, I, I'm not sure that I'm going to come," and I'm like, "Well, that's okay. If, if you're okay with that, I'm okay with that." And he's like, "Yeah, I, you know, of course I'd love to, but you know, it it just may not happen." There's he's he even said a couple times like, "There's a lot going on here," <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure "That's there is. an understatement." I'm sure, there is. <laughs> So then we just kind of laid next to each other for a couple minutes and talked. And that was the only time that it was weird that I had a blindfold on. Right. Because you're talking to someone you can't see them. Because the rest of the time, it's like all about the sensation. It's about me feeling him and him feeling me and like just the pleasure of it all. But as soon as we're laying there and talking and I'm hearing his voice and I'm getting a sense of like who he is, but I can't fucking see him. That's when I'm like, this is fucking strange. Yeah, I get that. I imagine that would be strange. It was. And not strange in like a, it ruined the experience or anything like that. It was just very different than how the rest of the interaction had been. Because I found myself wanting to take my blindfold off and connect with him and talk to him and like right. look him in the eye. And I, I couldn't. I mean, I could have, but right. I knew I didn't really want to do that. Yeah, it would have ruined the experience. So... But I mean, it was nice. We sat and we talked. And like I said, he told me about this disastrous experience he'd had with a couple. And yeah. we talked about his past relationship and kind of what he's looking for by, you know, interacting with couples like us. And it was just a really nice conversation. And I realized very quickly that he's a really fucking normal, cool dude. Right. And I just dug him. He was cool. Yeah. And then I told him he should probably get himself cleaned up and... So he was kind of getting dressed and he goes, well, what do I do from here? And I said, well, what do you mean? And he goes, well, when I walk down, do I just like walk right out the door? It was like exactly what Aiden said the last time he yeah. was here. And I was like, well, no, that would be weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, that would be strange. Just say goodbye to Brian. And he's like, I just, he's, he's like, I just don't know how this whole thing goes. And I'm like, well, this is a first for us too. We don't usually have strangers over to our house to fuck me with a blindfold on. Right. But I would assume that Brian would prefer that you say goodbye to him. He's yeah. like, okay, I will. <laughs> yeah. He came down the stairs and it was like, I was sitting there, I was on my laptop. He's like, well, that was fun. I'm like, yeah, it sounded like a good time. Glad you glad you enjoyed it. You know, I said everything cool. He's like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, I really would like to see you guys again. I said, well, I'll chat with Brent about it. We'll we'll figure this out. And I'll give you my, you know, I'll give you my, you have my contact information. You know, he's like, okay, great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And shook my hand and out the door he went. Told him to drive safe. And that was it. And so then I, now I had texted you at one point. Yes. Because I could kind of hear the rumbling around up there and I could tell where people are walking that he was getting ready to leave. And I texted you and said, don't come downstairs, just stay up there. Because I was raring to go. It was, I mean, there was no way I could have waited for you to come downstairs and have a conversation about this. I was dying to get upstairs. Yeah. So as soon, literally as he left, I, I shut the front porch light 
off, locked and the door. And I hear boom, 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 yep. boom. You like running up yep. the stairs. Running I'm up like, the stairs. Oh, this fucking worked for him too. <laughs> yeah, I ran up the stairs. Uh, you were still on the bed, basically. Yep. Literally, just I stepped out of my clothes. I just pulled my my <laughs> pants down, like belt on the whole nine yards. <laughs> And just got undressed and sat on our couch in the bedroom and you start sucking my cock and then very quickly started riding me and you're kind of telling me a little bit about what's going on because I could hear, obviously, that you were having an orgasm and you were moaning and screaming and all that kind of stuff. And I'm riding you and I'm dripping wet. Oh my God. Yeah. You were so wet. It was ridiculous. You came pretty quickly and then I was just, I was wet. Like it was like, it was just crazy. And it was obvious that this, this experience really worked. And of course now you have the blindfold off, but otherwise you're dressed the same way, the lingerie, the whole nine yards, and you're clearly disheveled. Your clothes are half on, half off. You know, it was, Man, my hair's and, all and up. we should also say you were, you guys were up there for about two hours. Yeah. So it was a, a fucking hot experience. And our first connection did not last long at all. A few minutes because I was so fucking amped up. I yeah. came very quickly. So quick. And then, so we had to fuck again. Yes. Which was even more intense. Yeah, we went downstairs, had some water. I think I ate something really quick because I hadn't eaten that day yet. And then you were like, we need to go back upstairs and have sex. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like this, we have to do this again. So, I mean, it was even hotter because I got a little bit more of the information. And then, of course, um, you're telling me kind of things that were happening. And I'm trying to piece together in my mind what I was hearing compared to what you're telling me and trying to figure out if that's what I heard. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And that was just, I mean, it was so fucking hot. So then the next morning, I have to get up at five o'clock in the fucking morning. Yeah. To go to work. You're I got up dr- until like eleven thirty. Yeah. And so I jump in the shower, you're passed out. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna jerk off in the shower because I'm still <laughs> fucking worked up. And so of course, you know, throughout the day I go to work and I'm thinking about this. Come home, we have sex again because you're already home in the afternoon. Super fucking hot. Actually, we were getting ready to go out like on date night. Yeah. And I was like, hey, how about maybe you come up here and suck my cock first? Yeah. So yeah, had sex again. I mean, it was just on and on and on. I mean, you were insatiable. Fueled, yeah, it just fueled so much. Then we have a conversation that evening about this experience, sitting on the couch talking about it. <laughs> and I had mixed feelings about you not seeing the guy again. Yeah. Because we talk about it all the time, right? Single guy tip of the week and all that stuff. Like, are we really going... Because you told me how great a time you had, right? I knew it was fun and I knew that it was a sexually satiating experience for you. But then you told me that you genuinely liked like talking to him and you felt like you liked his energy and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I liked him and I thought, well, shit, are we being... Is it kind of selfish that we don't correspond with this guy again or that you don't see him again? Because, I mean, how many single guys have we encountered that are really this solid? Yeah, I don't see it as selfish. I mean, you made it clear that this was potentially a one-time thing. Yeah. So I don't think it's selfish. I we I saw it more as, like, we don't come across that many super solid single guys. Right. So why just throw this one, you know, to the side? Like, right. why why not give him the chance to, like, come back over and hang out and, like, get to know us? and right. And vice versa. Yeah. So I said to you, I said, well, you know, I really don't think it, I said it's kind of disrespectful to other couples in our space is what I said. (laughs) Because think about how difficult it is for couples. And we get emails every day about horror stories that they've had with terrible interactions with single men. And I thought, man, that's just, that would be kind of shitty if we tossed this guy back. Yeah. You know, and just said, fuck it. We're not going to do this again. So I reached out to him the following day. Because you and I were on the same page. And I said, hey, really? and he, he emailed me the next morning at like 6.30 in the morning. And was like, hey, that was a great experience. I really, really appreciate you guys being so cool. 
and he asked me, he said, do you think that um, you would, if the opportunity arose, that you would introduce me to some other folks in the lifestyle? And, and I said to him, you know, I don't, we don't know any other hot wife couples in our area. We will absolutely be a reference for you should you need one. You just say the word. And so then I texted him that afternoon. I said, hey, what are you doing tomorrow, for example? Right? He's like, uh, what, what are you thinking? I said, well, I think I want you to, you know, you want you to come by. But this time, maybe without, we'll do this without the blindfold. You know, Brenna had a great time kind of thing. So I told you. I said, do you have any plans tonight? That was the next day. And you said, no. I said, well, I have some naughty plans for you. And you were like, okay, what is that like? I said, well, you know, we're going to have somebody over. <laughs> so we had him come back. So I let's say this. It did not end up being a stranger situation. No. It did not end up fulfilling the blindfold fantasy in, in its true form. Yes, I had sex with this guy with a blindfold on. But the whole idea was to be able to walk out into the community, go to the grocery store, go to fucking work, go wherever, yeah. having no idea if I am ever interacting with this person or right. if I'm ever bumping into this person. Now, right. granted, the chances of that happening are slim, but it would still always be in the back of my mind. Yeah. That did not happen in this interaction because we did have him over a second time. We'll talk about that second interaction another time because yeah. I think... It's interesting, especially in comparison Absolutely. to the blindfold situation. And uh, I think it's it's just a great story. So we're going to yeah. recount that at a later date. But we've also been talking now about truly fulfilling the yes. blindfold fantasy. Yes, I'm going to do that for you because I feel like it was not a missed opportunity by any means. It was a great experience. And the truth of the matter is that blindfold experience turned into us finding a very cool single guy. For sure. And what we found, what I realized very quickly as we talked about last night, while I was going through this process of finding the guy to fulfill this fantasy, I was approaching it like I would any other single guy. And so naturally, by virtue of my doing that, we end up with a solid player. Yeah, because you're really fucking good at this. So that's what that's what ended up happening. Yeah. This time, I'm not going to do that. I am going to look for very specific keys, but I'm not going to go down the road of all of the things I would normally go down in terms of personalities aligning or any of that stuff. It's like, hey. Yeah, it doesn't here, fucking ma matter. Here, here's what's going on. There'll be no names exchanged. None of that. This is the scenario. Here's what you're going to find. Go. Yeah. And then when it's over... Thank you very much. Leave the room. Be done. We don't have to have a whole long chat. Thank you very much for coming. Adios. File con Dios. See ya. And then we don't need to talk about it again. Yep. So we won't know how cool a guy he is. You know what I mean? We're going to look for, I'm going to look for very specific criteria and then we're just going to move on. Otherwise, you know, we end up meeting guys that we like and then this happens, <laughs> you know, so we fulfilled a fantasy, but I got to do it again. Well, I also think that there's probably, and I don't ever, I don't want to come across as shitty by saying this, but I think that there needs to be kind of a boundary set of this is a one-time thing. You are going to go in. Right. She is going to be blindfolded. You are going to engage and then you are going to leave. That's it. And that's, that's it. the end of it. And yep. if we're setting that boundary and they're okay with that, then like we both are on the same page and it, you know what I mean? It can yeah. just be that. Yeah. Here's the criteria. Here are the boundaries. You know, again, it's the basics, right? And go. And then we don't need to have a conversation about uh, seeing you again. Right. Not a thing. Yeah. I will not exchange like contact information. It'll be email only. Right. And then we don't even need to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. And if they follow up and say, I'd love to do that again. It's, yeah. Thanks anyway. Unfortunately, we, you yeah. know, this was a one-time thing for us, which we yeah. talked about. Yeah. Appreciate it. But thank you anyway. Yeah. Because you know. I do, I want that fantasy and I don't ever want to like 
make it seem as if, you know, we're using someone for that fantasy, but I can't imagine there aren't guys out there who are into yeah, that. There are 32 one. other ones for <laughs> sure. Cause I went through it, but yeah, that's, you know, and I get it. There's a, there's a portion, there's a part of people I think that, you know, listen, it was a great experience, right? Like the one we just, you just had the first experience with, you know, when you were blindfolded with this gentleman who's, we have not given him a name yet. And it's only natural, I think, because it went so well for you and so well for him and for me that it's like there's a connection kind of. Yeah. And if you've developed even a, a connection, even during one experience, it's only natural to go, well, that was really good. Why wouldn't we do that again? Right. Especially considering the train wreck of an experience he had just recently had with another couple. You know, you, you think about the contrast, right? I mean, they treated him very poorly. And then he meets us. And it's like, you know, the next time he comes over, we're having a cocktail. <laughs> you know, it's a whole different thing. So yeah, I, I mean, it just makes it makes sense. So we need to kind of, not in a cold way, but in a very matter-of-fact way, set this next kind of fantasy. Yeah, and I think whatever the ad or whatever you're using as the vehicle to put out there to to gain interest needs to explain that. This right. is a one-time thing. Well, and I did explain If you're not it. interested in that, don't reach out. I explained it to anybody who got close to this process, uh, two guys specifically. But again, because it went so well, and I wasn't sure how it was going to go. I mean, I felt confident that it was going to, you know, I mean, I'm pretty good at this. I, especially yeah, when you're it comes too to good at guys. this. That's the problem. Yeah. And then sure enough, it was really good. And here we are trying to figure out, like, fuck, I got to do the fantasy again because I just fucked it up. Yeah. Well, you know? I think one of the things that's like been... meeting your heroes, like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, <laughs> <You> for <know>? real. <laughs> yeah. you know? But I think it's one of those things, like we've been talking about with the fantasies and all these different things that we want to experience is we have gotten really good at certain things, right? Like we are really fucking good at finding solid people to have ongoing friends with benefits type relationships yeah. with that's our niche and we're fucking awesome at it yeah aside from that we're not so great sometimes well we're also in, you know we're not in a situation that's ideal either i mean again we you know we just talked about this with uh with this particular gentleman we live in mantana it's three to one and unfortunately those odds lend itself to guys being thirsty yeah. fucking thirsty and i get it I, I actually had a conversation with him about when that time you and I were sitting at one of our favorite places downtown. So to, get, to draw a picture, it's a very big restaurant. It's got a big bar, big stools. It's just a, you know, kind of a bulky, manly kind of setting, right? The bar is uh, U-shaped. It's got a shallow U. So if you're standing in the middle of it and you're looking at the two shorter sides, there's two stools on either side. And then there's 24 stools down the front of this thing. It's massive. You and I were sitting there one night. There was only one other woman at the bar. The bar is full. It's me, you, another gal, and a string of dudes. Yep. Okay? And literally, every single guy, except for myself, was wearing a flannel shirt and a ball cap. Yeah. They could all have been the same guy. At minimum, they could have been related. And they were all hardcore staring at me and this other woman. And yes. it makes you feel like a fucking piece of meat in this yes. town. And it's very obvious that there is slim pickings. Yeah. And so because of that, we are almost forced to go through the litany of guys that are, some of them simply will not ever get it. And others are just so eager for an experience because there's they lack experiences here that they're, they just say dumb shit or do dumb shit or behave poorly, you know? Yeah. And once in a while, you come across a guy like this and it's like, fuck, do we just turn our back on him? I mean, it's really kind of would be unfortunate, right? Yeah. So it's almost like, like I got to reach out to one of the 23 dudes sitting at that bar and go, yeah, you're the most clean cut. Not with the cut. gross facial hair, okay? Yeah. You're I'm not most, into that. You're the most clean cut. <laughs> Looks like you've shaved in the last six months. Let's <laughs> let's put this together. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really unfortunate, 
You yeah. know, so it's it's difficult for us to kind of navigate that. And and listen, when it comes to couples, it's a very difficult process as we've talked about here. So for us, it is anyway. You know, and we're getting ready to leave. We are, you know, making new friends would be kind I of... I don't necessarily think it's as difficult as you think it is with the couples. I think that we don't really put ourselves out there with couples. Because well, we, first of all, a lot of the couples here know us because of the podcast. Right. And second of all... It's difficult to actually fucking meet people here because nobody wants to meet in public. Yeah, we have listen, we've had this conversation. I don't want to meet in your hot tub for the first time. Well, not even that. We have five couples in our subdivision. Five lifestyle couples in our subdivision. None of whom want to meet in town. Oh, we're going to be here, we're going to be there. Dude, that's 2 hours away. Why do we need to go 2 hours away? I can see your house from my front porch. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you talking about? But they're so concerned about that image like, "Oh, we just, you know, we don't let people know." Like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah. You know, so anyway, a great experience. Another one to be to, to discuss because it was so fucking cool. Uh, but yeah, I think it was great. Fantasy fulfillment, check. Having to redo, check. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. And we have to do it again for real now. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. By the way, guys, if you haven't heard of our newest project, FullSwapShop.com, you're hearing about it right now. We're really excited to be partnering up with some of our friends in the space, some other fellow podcasters to bring you some fun shit. It's a really good way to support content creators and get some good stuff for yourself, too. We have Hot Wives Club merchandise, Farmer's Market merchandise, and my favorite, the Pink Vixen merchandise. So if you're looking for something cute lifestyle to wear or use or have in your home, go to FullSwapShop.com shop.com slash front porch swingers and check out our stuff also if you're looking for your next lifestyle adventure check out our friends over at luxury lifestyle charters it is an experience unlike any other you can have up to seven people on a 100 foot luxurious yacht that will charter to the florida keys or the bahamas and uh, it's really just an incredibly high-end amazing experience so if you end up booking with luxury lifestyle charters make sure you tell them fps sent you for a free case of very high-end champagne and a note from us thanking you for booking and go to luxurylifestylecharters.com for more information yeah definitely check it out it is an amazing experience we are going to test that out next month yeah, we are indeed. Also, guys, make sure you're checking us out on OnlyFans. Yes, it's steaming up over at OnlyFans. Who is it heating up over it's there? It's getting naughty. Yes, and it I is. love it. It's been so fun messaging people. I've done some naughty audio. I'm really into the audio. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I know my way around a microphone now. So I've been doing some really fun shit with that. And yeah, it's just a really fun, sexy way to connect with some of you people and people who aren't even listeners of our show which is really fucking cool i think we've turned people on to the podcast from only fans which yeah. is unexpected and awesome 100 onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers for all of that fun uh, make sure you're checking us out on social media we're on twitter at fp swingers and instagram at fp swingers too subscribe on whatever platform you're currently listening on including you can subscribe to us on youtube yes check out youtube new video going up today yeah we have a lot of videos on there if you guys haven't checked that out yet toy review videos lifestyle style related videos teasers of episodes you guys can hear what's coming out before it actually comes out so make sure you're subscribed over there at front porch swingers on youtube and i think that's what we have for you guys this week i think so this was a fucking fun episode and uh big thanks to brian for pulling it off yeah it was not easy but now i gotta do it again yeah you now you have it under your belt you'll be good yeah i'll figure it out <laughs> all right thanks so much for listening guys thanks everybody
Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally, and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks, and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.